0: You're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, Learn to cook and bake pretty good stuff and learn to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind. And that's what I'm here for to foster this community of perpetual go getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hello, 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 you guys. We've made it almost to the end of October. you can believe it and uh finally it's starting to get cooler around here I feel like I've been sweating for like 18 months straight and I'm over it and I'm ready for some cold weather just like everybody else um and cannot wait for that also somebody in my neighborhood my neighbor has the temerity to be leaf blowing right now so I will do my best editing to get that noise out of there but I will do what I can, but this is my time slot to record it, so I hope that um, it doesn't come through very much, but if you hear a leaf blowing sound in the background, that's what it is. (laughs) Um, I told you guys last week, in last week's episode, about how I've been saying I wanted to go for a hike for so long, and something came up every time, and I just wasn't able to do it. I finally went for a hike and just went by myself. Kevin stayed home with Josie to watch the dog and I just took off for the day. It was a perfect day out, and I went on a portion of the PCT. If you're not from California, the PCT is the Pacific Crest Trail, and it goes basically from Mexico to Canada all through California, and um, people hike the whole thing, which is insane. I don't think I would ever want to do that, Uh, but you can do it, and people do. (laughs) So if you've read that book, I can't remember what it's called, but by Cheryl Strayed, about her hiking, she's hiking the PCT and she does it by herself. Okay. Anyway, so there's some really cool, I live in a small town in Northern California and it's a gold rush town, the town I live in. And then a bunch of the towns surrounding are the same. They're small gold rush towns. So there's not usually that many people living there. Um, and they're just like really cool little towns. So I made the drive out there um, to a place called Downeyville in Sierra city. Uh, it's Sierra city, I think has like I think less than a hundred people living there. And those are my favorite kind of places because I just that's what I want to be my future life someday is just this little farmhouse kind of in the middle of nowhere with no people there. And that's what I want in my life. So it was just great. I went exploring around the little town of Sierra City, went for a hike. There was nobody out there. I was the first person there because I got there early. And I honestly, I won't lie to you, I got a little bit scared on the hike by myself and I almost turned around because as you guys know, have probably seen, there was that video going around where the guy was being like escorted out by that mountain lion. Um, He was like going for a run and he came across a mountain lion and it basically like walked him out um, because I think it had cubs nearby. So that's what was in my head. And I've also come across bears while hiking. Um, Luckily somebody was with me, but you know, it's always in the back of your mind. So most people, if they're going like on a hike, kind of like that, they wear like a bell or something. So that you know, you're not supposed to like be silent because you don't want to surprise a bear or a mountain lion and then have both of you be kind of in shock. So I brought a bell with me. So I was like cling clanging along while I was hiking. And that way you don't have to like whistle while you walk because that's the other alternative is just to like make noise while you're hiking so that you don't surprise a bear or a mountain lion because you do not want that. Anyway, so I kind of like psyched myself out a little little bit because it was still early morning time, which is usually when animals are out anyway. And I was like, I'm for sure going to come across some wild beast and get mauled to death and nobody will ever see me again. But I told myself, you know, the probability of that happening is probably very low and I'm going to be okay. So I just kept hiking and (laughs) um, I was fine. So that was great to just get out before it gets too cold out go for a hike i want to go back again because i was it was an unintentionally very long hike like to do the whole thing probably would have taken like i don't know eight or ten hours so i only did about half of it but i would like to do the full thing um another time because it was gorgeous out there that's all for me um what else is going on oh i'm going to tell you at the end but i'll tell you at the beginning of this episode also um the wealth academy is coming back in January, if you haven't been around or been listening for the last time I had uh, ran the Wealth Academy, it's I, I'm going to be extending it, I'm adding all kinds of things, but it's basically a short version, a start to finish overhaul of your finances where we spend eight weeks together. There's live calls, there's a Facebook group where I go live again every week to check on people and do a QA. I'm having guest experts for like investing and home buying, and it's basically just everything you need to do a couple things. The first is to learn how to budget correctly and set up your budget for your life, basically. The second thing is to learn how to pay off debt aggressively and kind of my method for doing, it, which is what I call the wealth method. So I should walk you through every step of it, which encompasses your entire life. So No matter at what stage you are in your finances, you can come back to that wealth method and figure out where you need to go from there. So there's no more second guessing. And then the third thing is it sets you up for saving for big stuff in your future. If you need to do home renovations, if you want to buy a house, um, if you need to save for retirement, we're going to go over a retirement section and investing. Uh, And it's just all the things that are going to set you up to win with money for the rest of your lifetime, basically. (laughs) So it's start to finish. I help you audit your finances, figure everything out, and it's just walking you through the entire process. I'm telling you now, it's coming back in January, the first week of January. So I'm going to start promoting it soon and getting some people inside of it. Um, I'm telling you now because I don't like when I am interested in a program. And A, nobody ever tells me what the price is. It's not on the sales page. The person running it doesn't want to disclose the price yet for some reason. And B, you don't know when the cart is going to open. So you don't really have the opportunity to save for the program. And that's happened to me a couple of times. And for a couple of the programs that I've signed up for, I knew that I wanted to invest myself. So I had that like chunk of money that I actually had on hand. I have never put an investment on a credit card, but for some opportunities that I wanted to partake in, I wasn't able to save for it in advance because I didn't know how much it was going to be. I didn't know when the cart was opening and I couldn't prepare for it financially. And so I had to pass on it because I'm not going to put something on my credit card. Um, I would rather just know what the price is and how far away so that I could begin saving for it. So that's why I'm telling you now, right? It's coming back in January. I'm going to start talking about it now and I'm going to get the wait list open. I think in the next month or so, but I'm going to have payment plans and all that stuff. So the investment for the Wealth Academy is 1997 and I have payment plans. I'm going to have extended payment plans. I'm going to have a wait list where the people on the wait list get 500 bucks off. So if it was something that you were interested in the last time I did it, or it's something that you would be interested in for 2021, it's going to be an amazing opportunity to lead off 2021 The right foot. We know 2020 has been a wild ride, and it's going to be a great place to just like refresh, get started on your finances. That's people's New Year's resolutions. Is like this is the year I'm going to figure out my money, and I'm willing and able, and I'm ready to help people do that. And it's going to be incredible. I wouldn't put my name on it, and I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I didn't know for sure that it would, that it does help people absolutely overhaul their finances and set themselves up for success literally the rest of their lives. So that's coming back and I wanted to let you guys know now. So it's not like a surprise of like, okay, um it's this big investment and it's opening next week and you're like, "Well, I didn't have the opportunity to save for." It. So now you know. Now, let's get into today's episode which is all about becoming problem aware around your finances. So I did an Instagram story, I think last week, all about how that's the first step that I need people to kind of get through before I could begin working with them and begin like digging into their finances and making considerable change. So one of my objectives, I always tell people, one of my goals when working together, when showing up on social media is to make people problem aware of their finances. So that means a couple things. It means I'm actively trying to educate people on like here's the process, here's where we could win with money, here's kind of like not so good areas that we spend our money on and having a look at, into your own life and your own experiences of like, do I use my money like that? Is it something that I dread doing? Do I feel nervous or stressed or anxious about my money? Do I argue with my partner and kind of like just allowing people to have that opportunity to think about their money in a different way, because we're all so fucking busy, right? Everyone has 1 million things on their plate. They can't add another thing that, that, simple act of trying to just sit down and think about your money and think about where you are with your finances and what your goals are it's overwhelming it's like so people just avoid it and that's one of the things that i've come across when i work with people so i've been doing budget intensives one-on-one um budget intensives with people and that's one of the things i come up against is like we just don't want to look at it because we know it's a problem it makes me scared uncomfortable anxious Overwhelmed. So I just and I'm busy with everything. So I just don't look at it and we're getting by fine. But when we start to become more problem aware of it, we're like, wow, I spend a lot of money that I could be using on something that I actually really care about or really want to do. Or we could be aggressively saving so much more money. Or we are way off track on our retirement and I've just been avoiding it because I don't want to look at it and I don't want to confront that that um, I need to be putting more money towards savings, but we don't have enough money to go towards savings and go towards our debt. And it's just like, everything is overwhelming, right? So becoming problem aware of whatever your situation is, is that first step that we have to take in order to be able to then take a serious look at our money and work to change it. So I call this, I always tell people, before we work together, before we do a budget intensive, before we do our personal finance one-on-one masterclass, Before we do the Wealth Academy, people have to have that come to Jesus moment with their money. That has to happen first because I can give you the strategy. I can give you the method. I can give you all the tips and tricks. I can help you set up your budget start to finish. I can show you exactly how to do it. I can show you how to stay accountable. I can show you how to do a weekly money check-in. I can show you how to separate your money. I can show you how to open different accounts, how to open a high interest savings account, your different retirement. I can show you all that stuff but it doesn't fucking matter if you don't want to do anything about it. And that's what you have to have before you come to that table. is like, I've had the moment with my money where I'm like, oh shit, I need to do something about it. Otherwise, I'm not going to have enough money for retirement. Otherwise, I'm going to be in debt forever. Otherwise, I won't be able to save for my kid's college. I'll never be able to pay off my house. Like You have to have that moment where you're like, basically at the bottom where you're like, okay, something has to change because I'm struggling and I don't get to enjoy my money, whatever it is you have to have that moment before you can begin to work from there and build on your financial skills. In my budget intensives, I tell people, you've already done the hardest part. The hardest part is figuring out that you have something that needs to be addressed. And then you've taken the course of action to contact me to set up an appointment, and then you've invested in yourself to change your situation. That's the hardest part. Because if you can't get to that point, then you're kind of like in a world of hurt because you're just, again, ignoring what the problem is if you do have a problem that is. So it's all about that come to Jesus moment and then the people who are going to actually end up changing their financial lives are those people who are self-motivated, who know that something is has got to give in order for them to succeed financially. So let's, I wanted to give you like a few examples. I did, again, did like some polls on my Instagram stories to just kind of like maybe give people pause, a second of pause to think about these things in their own life of like, yeah, you know what I am struggling with that. And maybe I could use some attention in that. So here are some examples of like maybe it's time to start thinking about your money. Maybe it's time to like, you know, spend 20 minutes just like sitting down and actually figuring out what your situation is. How much in debt are you? What are your monthly payments for things? Are you struggling to get by? Are you living paycheck to paycheck? And that's the other thing is like, this is the craziest part to me is Here's the statistic for you. If you were in a room of five people, you were the fifth person, four of those people would be living paycheck to paycheck. That's the point that we've gotten to financially in America is like 80% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and nobody wants to talk about the problem. Nobody. Nobody wants to say, you know what? I am struggling and I don't deserve to struggle and I want to do better. And I want to, I mean, I know people want these things for themselves, but nobody wants to talk about it. Obviously people don't want to struggle. But my point here is because nobody wants to talk about it or acknowledge that there's a problem, right? Becoming problem lawyer. I told you my objective for people, if people aren't going to sit there and say, you know what? I've been living paycheck to paycheck for 20 years. Maybe it's time for me to start doing something about it. And that kind of like piggybacks off of the episode last week of like what you seek financially is seeking you. If you continuously think of yourself as like, I'm always going to be in debt. I'm always going to be living paycheck to paycheck. I will never have the opportunity to earn more money to get myself out of this mess. I just keep spinning my wheels. I've tried to budget. It doesn't work. Then you will you will stay in that space. But if the 80% of people who are living paycheck to paycheck sat down for 20 minutes and were like, you know what? I think I can do better than this. I'm going to find some help. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to dig myself out of this and find the resources and find the way to get out of here. That starts with becoming problem aware. So we're at the very beginning here. So. Let me give you a few examples. If you are obviously struggling to pay your bills every month, that's time to do something. If you are drowning in debt, if you have multiple credit cards, if you're maxed out on a credit card, that's a time to figure out that maybe something needs to change. If you feel like you have never gotten the chance to enjoy your money, this is something else that I talk to people about is sometimes when you're living paycheck to paycheck, you don't really look forward to getting paid, Because you get paid and you pay all your bills and then you're broke again, right? Until you get paid again. And then you pay all your bills and you're just in a constant cycle of being broke, getting paid, paying bills, being broke, getting paid, paying bills, and you can't get yourself out of that. So part of the problem that comes in is a lot of like impulsive spending, which I also talked about on social media is like the average American spends impulsively over $7,000 a year just because. So if we are impulsively spending that amount of money because we don't have a budget, because we don't have goals, because we don't have a purpose with our money, and we are just consistently living paycheck to paycheck because we're not disciplined, because we don't have a system, because we don't have a method to do it, um, you feel like you don't get to enjoy your money. Think about what you could do with seven, it was over $7,000. It was like closer to 7,500 bucks. What could you do with that amount of money? You could become literally a millionaire if you started early, because that would be maxing out your Roth IRA every year plus some. You could do that with that instead of of impulsive spending. But when you are living paycheck to paycheck and you feel like you don't ever get to enjoy your money, usually what happens is a lot of impulsive spending because this is what I used to do. I was like, you know what? I have an extra 20 bucks and 20 bucks isn't gonna make me not broke. So I'm just gonna go spend it on something that makes me happy temporarily. And that's what generally impulsive. Spending kind of like brings up. If you are out of money at the end of the month, that's a good indicator that it's time to start thinking about your money in a different way. If you're behind on payments, if you never save for things in advance, if you're like, "Yeah, I would like to do this thing. I would like to go traveling next year," but you don't put together a plan of like, "Okay, I need to save X amount of dollars every month in order to pay for that in cash." If you're just like, "You know what? I'm going to figure it out," and when the time comes, I'll just pay for it if I have the money, or I'll put on my credit card. Again, like. People are paying off vacation from last year from their credit card. Like people are doing that still. If you rely on your credit card regularly, if it's like part of your financial plan every month is like, okay, well, I get paid and then whatever else I want to buy, maybe I need to buy groceries or I need to buy gas. Like you're relying on your credit card to basically get you through the month. Then it's definitely, definitely time to do something about your money. And then there are some like not so serious ones, which, are not necessarily like detrimental to your future but are indicators that you could be doing so much more with your money and this is has happened i've told you guys like i've worked with people that make $20,000 a year and i've worked with people who make $20,000 a month and the problems are always the same so if you are making great money in this instance maybe some of those ones i just talked about are not as relevant to you But maybe it means like you're behind on retirement savings, but you are making great money and you should be like able to retire early or you should be maxing out your retirement accounts every year. So maybe it just means like you're behind on retirement savings and you know you could be maxing it out every year because you make good money. It means like maybe you're still in debt, even though you make great money. And that's again something that happens is like people think that they're gonna out earn their problems. And they're like, you know what? I will make hundred K a year and then I'll be able to pay off my student debts. And they're like, no, 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 no. I'll make 200 K a year and I'll be able to pay off my debt. And it just, again, is like a cycle because it's impossible to get out of debt. If you don't have a strategy, if you don't have a budget, if you're just like, I'm going to out earn these problems and I'm just going to pay them off. It doesn't work out. And I can tell you from talking to many, many people about it that are like, you know what? I make great money. I make $150,000 a year. And I can't seem to pay off my debt. Why is that? I'm like, listen, we're going to need to audit your finances. We're going to go through this. And it's always like a painstaking process because we're so hell bent on the idea of like, I'll just make more money. And then all my problems will be solved. No, we have to go to the root of the problem. It's like, I'm in debt and I'm not prioritizing it. That's your problem. That's the problem right there. Okay. Then it might be like, if you make good money, but you still feel guilty about spending money on things like the holidays, for example, if you love to like blow it out on Christmas or Hanukkah or New Year's or whatever your holiday is that you love, Halloween, since it's right around the corner and you love doing that, but you feel feel guilty about it every year of like, we shouldn't be spending this much money. There's other stuff that we could be doing with it. Um, that's also a point to like sit and reflect on your money and realize I could be doing more with this money, but- I deserve to enjoy my money how I like to spend it. So maybe that means something like, let's build a holiday fund into our monthly budget and put away however much money we need so that we can have a guilt-free holiday season. And I know for sure we can pay for everything in cash. And that way you're not like, well, we have to put it on the credit card and I still want to do it. And now I feel bad if we can't have the full holiday experience for the kids or whatever it is. Another great one is like, If you don't have an emergency fund, again, I've talked to people who make crazy money and I've talked to people who make not very much money. If you don't have an emergency fund, that is time to do something about your money because, as we all know, we're sitting right now in the midst of a global pandemic. People are relying on unemployment checks that still haven't come through and on stimulus packages that never arrived and all kinds of things that, if you have to rely on external forces beyond yourself, then it's time to start thinking about what you can start doing with your money that's going to benefit you in the long-term. If you also have no plan for savings for big things in the future, I just talked about that one. If you're like going on vacation, but you're just planning like, I'm just going to save it or maybe I'll have it when the time comes up or maybe not, but not having like an actual plan for if you need to put a new roof on your house, if you need to renovate your kitchen or you need to like, or you want to buy like an investment property. If you haven't sat down and actually thought out Like, how are we going to make this happen? How are we going to save this money and put together a savings plan for that thing? Um, Then it's time to start looking at your money. If you live in a house you cannot afford, also a crazy statistic of Americans live in a house that they cannot afford because we get into these long-term 15-year, 30-year financial situations that we don't necessarily know exactly how much it's going to cost us. Or we're basing it on like, Whatever my current salary is, but then we don't have an emergency fund in case you lose your job. And then we're behind on mortgage payments and it just like spirals out of control. So a lot of people live in a house that they cannot afford. They can't afford to do repairs on it. They can't afford the monthly payment. They can't afford um, the insurance. They can't afford to do a roof repair on it, which is extremely expensive and people just don't think about. So it's all those things where you're like, if I make great money, these things are happening in my life. I'm off track for retirement. I don't save in advance for stuff. I feel guilty about spending on things that I actually like. I don't have a plan to save for things that's in the future. I'm in debt, even though I make great money. Like those are all things that you can't out earn. You can't, you will never be able to out earn those things. And I always tell people like, if your finances are a dumpster fire, when you make 50 grand, If you make $200,000 a year, it's just going to be a bigger dumpster fire if you don't know how to manage it, because then you have like just more miscellaneous expenses coming in. Your cost of living goes way up that if you don't have the fundamentals of your finances down, it just becomes a bigger dumpster fire that you have to sort out. Okay. So those were just a few examples, but I want you to start thinking about those in your own life of, okay, do I feel really guilty about spending money on myself? Do I feel like I'm always going to be in debt? You know, am I drowning in debt? Do I have multiple maxed out credit cards? Do I have more than a credit card that has a significant balance on it? Um, Am I always out of money at the end of the month? Do I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck? Those are all things that you need to pause and just have some reflection on. It doesn't need to take very long, but we like to compartmentalize these things of like, okay, money, I'm just, I know that it's not great in that little corner of my brain, And I'm just going to keep it there in the dark because I don't want to address it. And I don't want to do anything about it. Those are the things we need to have that come to Jesus moment about where you're like, you know what? I kind of am struggling and I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I'm in debt and I have things that I want to do with my life. I want to save for vacation. I want to pay for my kids' college. Like, how am I actually going to do these things? Because if you don't have that moment, we can't go anywhere from there. But let me give you a hopeful statement at the end of this podcast, because it's been kind of a downer, right? Okay. I told you guys, that's the hardest, hardest part is having the moment where you're like, oh shit, I need to do something about it. And then figuring out how you're going to take action. So however that is, maybe it means you're going to write up your first budget ever. Maybe it means you are going to put together a plan to pay off your debt. Maybe it means you're like, okay, I'm just going to track my expenses and my savings for this month and see where I'm at. Like whatever the forward progress is, that's the action that you need to take. But overall, I wanted to tell you guys, like after you have that moment and after you are committed and motivated to do something about it, it's up from there. It really is. And I had mine, like my come to Jesus moment, like five years ago. And from there, it's been just up and up of like, that was the hardest part. And then I was like, all right, well, let's do something about it. And from there, I'm like, let me educate myself let me invest in myself, let me figure out how to get all this shit sorted out, let me get another job so i have more income coming in and i can do more stuff with it. like from there it's just taking action, but you have to get to that point first. so that's your hopeful statement for the end of this is get to that point, realize that you need to take action and and i promise you it's all up from there. it's figuring out a way to budget, it's figuring out a way to get out of debt, it's figuring out a way to bring in more money to save for the future and then you get to enjoy your money and that's just fun. and that's what everyone is working towards is like non-guilty, non-impulsive spending on just the things that you care about, enjoying your money, uh, going on fun experiences with your family and spending your money that way. I just want to remind you guys, the Wealth Academy is coming January, January, January. Um, the signup will be before that. We kick off like the first call is the first week of January. So I want people enrolled before Christmas time because we all want to take the holidays off. Nobody wants to be working. Nobody wants to be thinking about what they're gonna be doing in January. Everyone wants to enjoy what's left of 2020. Hopefully we go uphill from here and we end this year on a high note and get prepared for 2021. So um, just keep that in mind if it's something you're interested in, if it's something you have questions about. um, I'm not opening up the signups for, I think more than a month. Um, But if you have questions in advance or you were here for the last time I launched it, and you know a little bit about it, but you just have questions. I'm only going to take, I think, five or six people so that I can really give you all of my energy to five or six people. So it's going to be limited spots and I would love to see you in there. So let me know if you have any questions and I'm happy to answer them for you, but have an amazing weekend you guys. And I will see you next week on the next episode. Bye.